Hello and welcome to Not So Molly Mormon Podcast. Hello everyone and welcome back. It's been a hot second, but we are here and this is Sarah. And this is Katie. Sarah, how are you? It feels like, I was just saying, it feels like it's been a million years. I know, yeah, it's good. So Katie and I, because we love you guys so much and we love the podcast, we pre-recorded quite a few episodes before the Thanksgiving holidays and before I traveled to the U.S. So it's been like three weeks since we mm-hmm. recorded. Um, it yeah. has been a hot second. I feel like it flew by. Um, I can't believe it's been that long. But also I was like, my life doesn't feel like it's fulfilled at this moment. So <laughs> I, I need my weekly recording slash bitch sessions, you know? <laughs> I know. It went by so quickly. But at the same time, I was just missing you. And, uh, you know, what's funny, too, is nowadays we're a little bit busier than we were when we first started this podcast, especially you, because um, you have a baby. <laughs> and so every time we call, we have to hurry and get in our chat. Whereas yeah. before, we would be on the call for like three hours yeah and and now we're like oh quickly how are you how was everything okay now let's hit record (laughs) give me a high level version you have five minutes go what's yeah last week no honestly that's exactly when we first started it was like oh you want to record now oh do you want to record tomorrow what about the next day like whenever and now it's like time is so limited but (laughs) I think it's amazing to see that both of us you know we still prioritize this and we make I'm gonna be that obnoxious person who says it sacrifices but it's worth it because you guys are worth it and the podcast worth it and you know I when I see the messages which I swear to God I swear to special Jesus one day we will go through all the messages and respond we need oh we need like um an assistant to help us go our social media manager that's what we need that's a better word for it um it's it's overwhelming and in in a good way thank you all because it's really really great but yeah just know that we know that you're messaging us but there's only two of us and it it we can't get to all of them right now. <laughs> no, I feel so bad because they're always so lovely. They're so nice. And I, I, you know, check them sporadically whenever I have two seconds and I'm just like, oh, that's such a lovely message. All I can do is like, like it. And so I just want everyone to know that just because we heart it or react to it with an emoji is not in a dismissive way at all. I promise. It's just, we don't we never have time where I don't want to forget about it and just leave you on red. So I want to yeah. at least acknowledge that I've seen it, but I didn't have time to respond. But I do just want to say thank you for the messages. We do read them. We do love them. We just haven't been able to respond as quickly yeah. as before. And the same with emails, because, you know, we do check those, too. And I'm just like, oh, those are nice. I need, I I need to respond, but I just haven't. Uh, speaking of emails, though, I do have one. <laughs> oh, that... we have a correction corner. You knew, you knew I where read I read it. <laughs> correction, correction, correction. And I, I live for these because yes. when you guys write in corrections in such a loving way, I couldn't be more thrilled. So this email came from Buffy. Uh, Buffy said, aloha from Hawaii. Uh, oh, uh, I have a quick correction for you. I just listened to your podcast about the ghost town, Iostepa. Yosepa, that's how you say it. And uh, I didn't know that town existed. I enjoyed your podcast about it. I just wanted to let you know that Yosepa is not a Hawaiian name. It's Samoan. There's no letter S in the Hawaiian language. 
the Hawaiianized version of Joseph is actually Yokepa, which is also my son's middle name. So Yosepa doesn't mean Joseph. It's just the Samoan way of saying Joseph, as this, as there is no J sound in that language. In Hawaiian, there is no meaning for the name Yokepa, nor is there a meaning for Yosepa in Samoan. The Hawaiian language doesn't have the J sound or the F sound. I looked up the Wikipedia article about the town and was surprised to see that the article stated that Yosepa is Hawaiian. Bizarre, but so see, we all learned something. I was blown away. Like, and and how this listener approached the correction corner email was brilliant. Perfect. I know. Correction. It wasn't like, hey, assholes, you fucked up and you got it wrong. <laughs> you're stupid. You're idiots. It was it was done in the perfect way. It was like, we, we love that. We want to be corrected. We don't, you know, it's not that we're like, you know, assuming that we know everything and we are the final end all to end all. That is not the case at all. So mm-hmm. we really appreciate mm-hmm. when we receive these emails from listeners that are saying like, Hey, you know, I really enjoyed the episode. Appreciate the effort you put into it, you know, blah, blah, blah. But just the quick one, like it's this, this, and this. Cool. That's amazing. Yeah. That's what we want to do. We want to definitely add those corrections in when we have them. Right. But, you know, we're perfect, so we never. (laughs) (laughs) We're just two perfect gals. (laughs) Yes, thank you, Buffy. Appreciate it. And then real quickly, before we get started, I have some new patrons to shout out. I also saw that. So I would like to shout out Elizabeth. Hello, Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. Welcome to Patreon. Welcome, Victoria. Hi, Victoria. Victoria. Ginger. What a cute name. Ginger. I'm obsessed. Oh, that's so lovely. Welcome. Welcome. And Hannah. Welcome. Oh, hi, Hannah. Welcome. Yes. And uh, thank you so much for joining us on Patreon. That's how we keep the podcast running. And I hope that you enjoy our extra content over there where we get a little, a little loose, a little wacky, a little ah. weird. If you think that the normal episodes that eleven like a level ten, then Patreon is like eleven level twenty, maybe I would say with inappropriateness. Let's yes, very inappropriate at times, but uh, but in a good way. So if yeah. you're into that, go check it out. But it is, I mean, Katie and I try to at least record two to. To four episodes extra like bonus episodes on patreon a month so there's a lot of content over there if you guys want to mm-hmm. yeah it's patreon.com slash not so lonely mormon and there's always a link in the show notes of the podcast if you want to just mm-hmm. click that all right you got any other announcements before we get into it i don't have any no okay i have a talk from boyd k packer oh no It's called The Word of Wisdom, The Principle and the Promises. (laughs) This was from a general conference in, I think, 1996. So we're in for... It's still relatively new. Like, when I think of anything that's after 1990, because that's showing my age, I assume, like, oh, that was only, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, right? (laughs) I know, I know. It's like that meme where it's like, okay, this is the math. 1970 was 30 years ago. Yes. Like, oh, what? That's nope. how I still <laughs> in my head to every time I'm like, 1970s, that was like 30 years ago. And then I'm like, oh, no, bitch. That was 53 years ago. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> 
But yeah, point being is that this wasn't a talk given in like 1950 or something. It was within our lifetime. Okay. He says, these marvelous young people in this choir are typical of the young people that we meet all over the church. How we love them. How grateful we are for you, our youth. Nothing is more precious than our children. (laughs) And it it is to you, our youth, that I speak. Several years ago in Africa, I learned how dangerously invisible croc how how dangerously invisible crocodiles can be. And then oh, I think I've heard this talk before. Oh my god! <laughs> and then I warned our youth about unseen spiritual crocodiles lying in wait, waiting to destroy them. <laughs> <laughs> the, those invisible dangers have greatly increased in number, and now there are many kinds of them. Dun dun dun! <laughs> Some of them are like landmines hidden about in a field you must cross on your way to maturity. Neighborhoods and schools which once were safe are no longer secure. Fortunately, you have within you a spiritual power much like a mind detector. If you learn how it works, it will warn you of the presence of unseen crocodiles and mines and you can avoid trouble. (laughs) Of course. So, of course. Okay. (laughs) Three years after the organization of the church, a revelation came which described our day in these prophetic words. Behold, verily, thus saith the Lord unto you, in consequence of evils and designs which do and will exist in the hearts of conspiring men in the last days, I have warned you and forewarn you by giving unto you this word of wisdom by revelation. (laughs) Just all those extra words. Behold, verily, thus saith the Lord unto you. It's like, oh, God, it's so wordy. (laughs) I mean, just side note, this is giving me, when we were in the States, I just couldn't stop cracking up, like, because you don't notice it when you live there, but, like, obviously being in the Bible Belt, it's all these, like, praise Jesus, he has risen, or he is everywhere, like, billboards on all the churches that you drive by, it's like, give thanks always to Jesus, and I'm like, (laughs) oh, God, like, every time we drove past it, I would just look at Greg and be like, give thanks, give thanks unto Jesus, and he's like, stop. (laughs) Jesus is coming again. Jesus is coming. (laughs) All right. The word of wisdom put restrictions on members of the church. To this day, those regulations apply to every member and to everyone who seeks to join the church. They are so compelling that no one is to be baptized into the church without first agreeing to live by them. No one will be called to teach or to lead unless they accept them. When you want to go to the temple, you will be asked if you keep the word of wisdom. If you do not, you cannot go to the house of the Lord until you are fully worthy. I want to stop here and just pause and be like, to all the trolls we get that say, oh, you don't have to do anything to get to heaven. Look, here's a leader of your church saying that you have to do that. You have to do it or you're not worthy and you can't go to the temple, which means you can't go to the highest level of heaven. And I'll also pause to our non-Mormon listeners. He'll kind of get into it, but the word of wisdom is the church's code that says you can't drink coffee, tea, alcohol, you can't smoke cigarettes. Um, it has other things in there, but it's all very, uh, it, it doesn't make sense because it says hot drinks in the actual scripture, but they drink hot chocolate. 
Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah, it doesn't and, make any sense. And they won't, you know, they won't drink cold brew coffee or iced tea. And they claim that's because of the caffeine, but then they'll drink energy drinks and Diet Coke. And like 5,000 Diet Cokes in a day and yeah. it's fine. So it's very, very weird, but we'll get more into it. <laughs> he says, we know that young people generally don't like restrictions. Believe it or not, we were young once and we remember. <laughs> you were not. Okay. Yeah. You were young once, but you were probably lame. So calm down. <laughs> <laughs> you are probably lame, Boyd. Your name's Boyd for for one thing. <laughs> I'm gonna get a review after this one that's like Sarah's a mean girl and she's horrible. But I mean, honestly, this guy, come on. Yeah, he's grimy. Uh, a resistance to anything that limits one's conduct has almost taken over society. Our whole social order could self-destruct over the obsession with freedom disconnected from responsibility where choice is imagined to be somehow independent of consequences so he's saying that like <laughs> that you can't have freedom of yeah. thinking, like of thought our social order will self-destruct because we have an obsession with freedom uh, okay. boyd Sorry, sir I, I would like to have my freedom thank yeah. you yeah <laughs> and i think you would as well <laughs> wow <clears throat> Young people, you must understand that there is something of colossal importance to justify the restrictions imposed by the word of wisdom. That has an exclamation wow. point on it. Yeah. <laughs> While the revelation first came as a greeting, not by commandment or constraint, when members of the church had had time to be taught the import importance of the revelation, succeeding presidents of the church declared it to be a commanded commandment, and it was accepted by the church as such. So... When this first came as a revelation, it wasn't a commandment. It was just like a suggestion. Also, let's be real. This was just Joseph Smith talking out his ass. It wasn't like it was a real no. thing from God. <laughs> I mean, honestly, because this is what Katie's already talked about. But if this was a thing, then wouldn't surely like God be like, okay, now that times have changed and there's no longer just the option of like, hot drinks but there's caffeinated soda so like, let's tweak it but it was like no 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 it's fine it's all good it's no, good. No, no. i said no, no. it to j-dog once because his friends were spitting tobacco on the floor of his house and emma was being a bitch about it apparently yeah. <laughs> fucking emma what a bitch that's all it was yeah because heaven forbid j-dog clean up the tobacco spit so he was like oh guess what guys uh, HF up there said you shouldn't do that. Also, while he was talking to me, he said no hot drinks and no alcohol, even though I I still want to drink alcohol. Like, he still drank alcohol. I just exactly. When I found that out, I was just like, you've got to be fucking kidding me that this motherfucker still drank alcohol after having the word of wisdom. And, and we just don't know that. Like, as a Mormon, you don't know that. Well, you're not taught that, yeah. You're not taught that because the only stories that you're taught about Joseph Smith, like the main one is that story where he had, I don't know, was like cancer and affection in his, his skin, uh, his shin or something like that. Think, Anyways, yeah, something like, like it broke. Yeah, something happened with his He had to have, like, surgery on his leg where it was something on the bone or they had to literally like take something off the bone and he was like no I won't have alcohol because I have God on my side 
more or less. Like, and that's yeah. the story they, they tell is to be like, look at this smart. Like, what, a, what a champ. He was a young boy too. And instead of having alcohol like whiskey to relieve some of the pain, he was like, nope, I'm not going to do it. And that's the stories that they, it's like that. And when he died. Those are like glorified. Well, yeah, and how much of a great husband he was to Emma. Meanwhile, yeah. he's marrying fourteen-year-olds in secret. Yeah. Jesus. Bless your Jesus. Not today. Oh. Although it is your season, so you know. <laughs> Jesus is. The Jesus is the season. season. Gross. Okay. He's the reason for the season, Katie. No, he's not. <laughs> I will die on this hill. <laughs> okay. The word of wisdom was given for a principle with promise. That word principle in the revelation is a very important one. A principle is an enduring truth, a law, a rule you can adopt to guide you in making decisions. Generally, principles are not spelled out in detail. I have so many problems with this. So a principle, he says, a principle is an enduring truth, a law. So why wasn't it the same from when J-Dog supposedly had the revelation? He was like, oh, this is just like a suggestion. And then like 40 years later or whatever it was, 20 years later, they're like, no, this is an absolute commandment. And then I love how it says generally principles are not spelled out in detail. What? Why not? If God can come down and tell Gordon Butthole Hinkley that women shouldn't have more than one ear piercing, can't he clarify what he means by hot drink? Exactly. Why why aren't they spelled out in detail? I, yeah. And also, what, where are they getting this information? What's the stat? Like, what's the the resource behind this? Because I've never heard that in general principles aren't. Like spelled out, you know what I mean? Like, what? Where is that coming from? <laughs> it's just hogwash. <laughs> okay, he says members write into us asking if this thing or that thing is against the word of wisdom. It's well known that tea, coffee, liquor, and tobacco are against the word of wisdom. It has not been spelled out in more detail. Rather, we teach the principle together with the promised blessings. There are many habit-forming, addictive things that one can drink or chew or inhale or inject, which injure both body and spirit, which are not mentioned in the revelation. Like, um, habit-forming, addictive things. Oh, maybe like Diet Coke? I was going to say, like, out of all of those things... I, I'm not even, and, and this is a true story. I know it depends on each individual person, but I wouldn't say I'm addicted to coffee at all. I would say for me, my biggest like addiction is a Diet Coke or Coke Zero. Like I have to really consciously be like, you don't need to have one every day. Like it's fine. Like we're not going to buy it in the house. Otherwise, as soon as I buy it, I'm just like, oh, I'll do a Diet Coke. Oh, I'm going to do a Diet Coke. Well, or and here's coffee. the thing. Yeah, I'm not judging anyone who drinks that. No, 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 no. Like, go for it. But yes, but continue. (laughs) No, not at all. Like, no judgment at all. I just always found it funny that the church always says, like, you'll be addicted to it, and especially coffee and all these substances. And so when I first started drinking coffee, I honestly thought, like, oh, God, I'm never going to be able to go without, like, a cup of coffee. And I know that some people are like that, and sometimes I can be like that. But in general, I would say for me personally – I can miss that cup of coffee. Do I want to? Am I a nice person when I do? No. 
but I could do whereas like a Diet Coke that's where I'm always like oh I could really do with the Diet Coke today like oh I just really let me just go get a Diet Coke let me just go get you know what I mean like those yeah. are the differences yeah. where it's just ironic or not even ironic it's just stupid that that's the thing where they present like oh you're gonna be addicted to this if you start it but you can drink this other thing that is also addictive but we're not gonna talk about that like that's fine yeah. Yeah. I don't know and I personally, I, it probably exists, but I personally do not know a single person who's addicted to, say, green tea. No. <laughs> and if they were, that wouldn't harm them because green tea is good for you, right? Exactly. To have a cup every day. And for some reason, that's in there in the forbidden column. But, you know, you can have as many um, donuts as, yeah. as you like, which, you know, you know that sugar is not that good for you, but it's just odd. It's an, it's, it's weird. <laughs> it's odd, but also it's just that, you know, that negative connotation when they say the word addictive, because it's sounding like it's a bad drug that they're addicted to. Like, of course, caffeine is a sub, like you can become addicted to that, but I've never met someone who was not able to function or, perform on a day-to-day basis because they didn't have a coffee or a coke every day they might be grumpy or sluggish or like not in the best mood but they can still get shit done like it's not the same as if someone's on drugs that's not able to even consider functioning in in the same way I mean but it's just how they word it and it's always like the same level in the church where it's like right we'll become addicted and die you know (laughs) yeah they you know, they they don't have that scale and that nuance. You know, it's it's coffee is bad, heroin is bad. They're both equally bad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> when it's like exactly. a logical person knows that heroin's way fucking worse. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, you can get addicted and die from yeah. you know withdrawal or overdose or anything like that. So. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. He says. Everything harmful is not specifically listed. Arsenic, for instance, certainly bad, but not habit forming. What? <laughs> it's like, okay, so poison isn't specifically put in there, but all right. Oh my. And then he says, he who must be commanded in all things, the Lord said, is slothful and not a wise servant. So again, you put the blame on, <clears throat> excuse me, on the members. If you're like confused, like, oh, but I need to know if this is all right for me. And then if you're if you have to be commanded in all things, you're slothful. (laughs) That's so ridiculous. Well, then maybe write some scripture that's not fucking ambiguous. That would be helpful. Exactly. That would be. There's there's, there you go. All right. This next paragraph paragraph is going to make you mad. Okay. In some cultures. Native drinks are claimed to be harmless because they are not specifically mentioned in the revelation. Yet they draw members, particularly men, away from their families to parties, which certainly offend the principle. Promises made in the revelation will be denied to the careless or the reckless. Wait, what kind of drinks? Um, native native drinks, like drinks that um in like some native american cultures oh, or in okay. a lot of um pacific islander islander cultures yeah. they'll make um different kinds of drinks and he's saying that those um are careless and reckless and offensive 
Okay, but drinks made by white people who are also, <laughs> I'm certain, way worse for the human body. Yeah, they don't come from actual herbs or roots yeah. or anything. Yeah, I, that, yeah. like, fuck off, Boyd. <laughs> the story is told of a king who was choosing between two drivers for his coach. He ordered each of them to drive his coach down a steep, winding road cut into a high cliff. The first driver came down slowly, hugging the wall of the cliff. The second driver demonstrated great talent and ability. He raced down the mountain with the coach so close at times that half the wheel was off the edge of the cliff. The king was very thoughtful, then wisely chose the first man to drive his coach. It is the best to stay on the safe side of things. That is not an actual story that he told in this talk. <laughs> that is an actual story. I mean, if you think about all the... Many metaphors and analogies and, you know, all the things that they like to tell. This is the one that they picked, like, the most boring, ridiculously, like, basic one. Okay, so drive close to the side and be safe. You know what it reminds me of? That article that you shared uh, probably a couple of years ago that where the church came out and said, don't even go into a coffee shop because yeah. that you might be putting yourself in danger. So stay on the safe side and just don't even go into a coffee shop. Even if you're just going to order hot chocolate, like you might accidentally inhale a little bit of coffee. <laughs> You remember that that's like the most but you guys like we joke about it but I I remember as a member being like I don't even want to go into Starbucks because a I you know appearance of evil reputation mm-hmm. rah, 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 like people because I remember some a Mormon told me like well people don't know what you have in that cup yeah and and so it's the Lord. <laughs> yeah. yeah and so that put that like pressure on me and also like kind of what you're saying is I didn't know what any of the stuff meant in Starbucks, like as, in terms of coffee and what was not coffee. And so I was always terrified that I was going to like order something that was actually coffee and not just like hot chocolate or, you know, yeah. the, the frozen drinks that don't have coffee in it, but are like chocolate. And so I would just would avoid it at all costs yeah. if possible. In that, in that article, I remember it said, avoid anything that ends in the word or in the ends in the syllables Chino. <laughs> <laughs> Well, well, fuck you, this person who wrote that, because now you can get a baby Chino, and that's just milk, so. Oh, and you can get a pup Chino. Exactly. A little pup cup. Yeah. <laughs> so, fuck right off, dude. You're <laughs> okay. The word of wisdom is adapted to the capacity of the weak and the weakest of all saints. It is butressed by other scriptures. They teach that the good things of the earth are made for the benefit and the use of man. Yea, the Lord said. For food and for raiment, for taste and for smell, to strengthen the body and enliven the soul, to be used with judgment, not to excess, neither by extortion. So they're contradicting themselves. Like it says that all of these things are made for the benefit and use of men. Doesn't that include coffee beans? Doesn't that include marijuana? Yeah. Like all these things that are naturally growing and occurring, and yet you say, yep, that should include tea. Tea leaves are natural. It just doesn't make any sense. It's the stupidest thing. And and when we were Mormons, we knew it was stupid, but you're not allowed to question it. So it was just kind of like, well, 
it doesn't make sense. Because I, I yeah. always dreaded that question, knowing that someone was going to ask who's not a Mormon, like, well, why can't you drink these things? And it was always like, well, God commanded us and we have a word of wisdom and we're not supposed to drink that. And then they'd be like, but you drink Diet Coke. And I'd always be like, well, <laughs> yeah, and it's you're, hot like, drinks. And then you're like, oh, so you can you can't have like a hot cocoa. And you're like, no, I can have that. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, so if it's not hot, is it all right? Like, could I share this, like, peach iced tea with you? And then you're like, no, because it's tea. Yeah. And they're like, this doesn't, what? <laughs> Literally, it was like, I just cringed. I hated telling that part because, yeah, they would offer you a cold drink. And being from the South, like, sweet tea is our water. And I'd always be like, I can't have that either because it's tea. And they'd be oh. like, I can have that. And I'm like, because tea turns your bladder into leather. That's <laughs> Yeah, that's what it does. Is Greg's bladder just fully leather? <laughs> yeah, he just has a good old custom-made leather bladder. <laughs> yeah. Sell it on the black market. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Young people, learn to use moderation and common sense in matters of health and nutrition, and particularly in medication. Mm. Avoid being extreme or fanatical. For example... The word of wisdom counsels us to eat meat sparingly, but lest someone become extreme, we are told in another revelation that whoso forbiddeth to eat meat is not ordained of God. What? <laughs> so it's like in one scripture, it says eat meat sparingly. Yeah. In another, it says you're not of God if you forbid someone to eat meat. So which one is it? And also, this is him basically being like, don't be vegan because that's fanatical. Oh, my God. Like, it's all oh. about that, that independence and freedom, Katie. That's what gets you. You're not That's allowed you. to have freedom of thought or opinion or anything. Oh, I. <laughs> That's how they control you, right? But that is, you know what? That's a good point you bring up because I, I do feel like there is this in the Mormon culture, this negative connotation around people who choose to be vegetarian or vegan. Oh, absolutely. It's always like, <gasps> vegetarian or vegan like it was never because I'm now just thinking about the one time I did it for a year I think it was almost a year um and it was this other guy in the Mormon church in Germany he was also vegetarian and everyone just gave us so much shit about being vegetarian and I was like why does it matter in the church but it was only with Mormons it was like this really thing it's definitely like a stigma that you get but how how ironic that in their word of wisdom it says eat meat sparingly yeah and yet Most of them eat meat, not sparingly. (laughs) (laughs) Another scripture counsels, cease to be idle, cease to be unclean, cease to sleep longer than is needful, retire to thy bed early, that ye may not be weary, arise early, that your bodies and your minds may be invigorated. This one, too, also would drive me crazy, even though, like, you guys know, I, I fucking love my sleep. It doesn't exist, oh, yeah. but I love sleep. But it always makes you feel like a lazy bastard. And on Sundays, when you want to take a nap, everyone's like, oh, you're taking a nap? Well, that's okay. I'm reading the whole Book of Mormon in a go on my Sunday afternoon. That's yeah. <laughs> it really is this um, toxic culture of you have to constantly be going and rest is seen as laziness but you know our bodies need rest that's part of existing but there's this mentality in this teaching that you need to constantly if if it's the day you know the daylight hours you need to be doing things 
And then also you're supposed to like keep on doing things until bedtime, then go to bed early and get up really early and just constantly be going. And that's not feasible for a lot of people. Well, it's just also not good for your, I mean, some people it's, you know, I'm not saying that this applies to every single person and some people actually, that's what they need. They need the schedule, the routine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Productive, that's fine. But there's other people like me that just like, I can't function without having some downtime where it's just to myself. If that means yeah. vegging out for an hour watching trash TV, I just need that. I need to turn off my brain and just do nothing for an hour. Right. Or the yeah. occasional like Sunday nap or the occasional Saturday sleep in. I mean, I know I'm sorry to say this to you with a with a baby because you yeah. don't know what sleeping in is anymore. But you know what I mean? Like if it's possible, yeah, sometimes that just feels wonderful and there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> it's like a nice like reset to the week, you know, having like one day to just fly in like you know have a day of just chilling staying in your pajamas like that to me is like a reset and what I need you know yeah and to always feel guilty when I was in the church of because you know I would also when I live with Mormon roommates they're like oh you're not gonna do anything you're just gonna just gonna stay and watch tv I'm like yep that's what I'm doing today (laughs) don't want to do anything (laughs) and then there's like you said there's that internal there's that guilt and so how, you know, how silly because you're you're doing it, but you're also not really fully enjoying it because you're feeling guilty about it. Yeah. Or people um, like, oh, I'm going to the temple on Saturday. And, I, I you know, I always felt so guilty because I'm like, it's the one day I have off from like the work, one day. Yeah. And I don't want to go to the temple. It's like my entire day. It made me feel weird. I hated it. I just was like, I, I need a day off. Like, I need a day off. Because in Sundays, you know, you're back to back with church shit all day long. Mm-hmm. Monday through Friday, you're working plus in the evenings doing church shit. So it's like one day off. That's all I want. That's all I want. Well, yeah, and you got to find somewhere to do your housework and everything yeah. else in there. It's, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Honor the principle of the word of wisdom and you will receive the promised blessings. Hmm. <laughs> all, all saints, the revelation promises, who remember to keep and do these things, walking in obedience to the commandments, are promised that they shall receive health in their navel and marrow to their bones, and shall run and not be weary, and shall walk and not faint. It makes this, me think of that <laughs> temple thing. The, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, so, supposedly, according to this word of wisdom, if you follow these rules and you don't drink coffee, you don't ha- go have a beer with friends, whatever, that you're going to be healthy and you can run and you can walk. What about the the people who actually can't walk? Mm. I mean, just imagine yourself in people's shoes who are chronically ill. Yeah. And you're saying to them, if you follow these commandments, you will be healthy. And then they're not healthy because that's not how it fucking works. Exactly. Yep. Yeah. I always thought that because then, you know, as a Mormon, it's anytime I would be ill, it was like, oh, is it because I'm not like following the word of wisdom or maybe I'm not like, you know, going to bed early enough. It, sure. Some of that can be attributed to if you're like staying up really late, waking up early, your body physically needs sleep to to function well. But a lot of it was just me being in my head thinking, oh, I'm being like, you know, punished for that, or that's because I didn't follow the word of wisdom. And then you're exactly right. You have people who are really fit and healthy, 
who unfortunately it's have a you know some type of condition that means that they're chronically ill or sick or not healthy because of their condition and it's like oh are you not righteous enough or you're not like following the word of wisdom properly I hate it (laughs) I hate it the promise of help for living the standard of the revelation is not limited to members of the church tell your non-member friends about the word of wisdom and urge them to live it oh god (laughs) oh my god i just i just imagine little mormon us going up to a non-member that's just trying to enjoy their glass of wine and being like you know what you really shouldn't drink that you're gonna have health benefits if you stop because mormon celestial jesus will bless you (laughs) (laughs) we say imagine molly mormon sarah was that person so you know or you didn't want your non-member friends to have beer at their own party <laughs> oh I so y'all I met up with my best friend over my childhood friend like we've known each other since I was like four and it still is so embarrassing when we live together and I'd be like y'all can't have beer in the house or at your party <laughs> or I would be like I'm gonna go if y'all like if y'all have a party and there's gonna be beer in the apartment I'm gonna leave and they'd be like okay bye and they still like when we met up she still brought that up and I was like oh it's so embarrassing I'm so embarrassed that I did that <laughs> oh, that's what happens when you're in a cult you know and it wasn't just like saying it in a polite way. I was such a judgmental kind. Like I was just like, oh, you're gonna have alcohol. Oh, you're gonna party. Okay, well, I'm gonna leave. And then Ashley would just be like, yeah. And while you're out, we threw up in your toilet a few times. <laughs> yeah, they're like, thanks for freeing up a bathroom. Bye. I'm just like touche. I would have done the same thing if I had someone like like me, Molly, Sarah. I would have been like, you know what? I'm gonna barf in your toilet. So, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> okay, there's a final promise in the Revelation. Speaking again of those who keep and do and obey these commandments, the Lord said, I give unto them a promise that the destroying angel shall pass by them as the children of Israel and not slay them. Oh, slay in a negative way. In a negative way. Yeah, not not ooh girl slay. It's like, oh, I'm going to cut your head off slay. (laughs) And apparently there's a destroying angel. and, And if you're a good... A word of wisdom obeying Mormon, you're not going to get slain. The rest of us are fucked. (laughs) (laughs) We are getting decapitated by this Mormon angel who slays you if you do not follow the word of wisdom. Yeah, because we, uh, I don't know, we we had too much coffee. (laughs) (laughs) This needs to be a cartoon. South Park, get on it. Yes. Uh, (laughs) Okay. While the word of wisdom requires strict obedience, in return, it promises health, great treasures of knowledge, and that redemption bought for us by the Lamb of God who was slain that we might be redeemed. I wonder what great treasures of knowledge you get from obeying. That's what I was just thinking. Like, what what are these treasures of knowledge? I surely didn't have have treasures of knowledge when I was obeying (laughs) the word of wisdom. Me either. (laughs) 
I must say I actually knew less because like you mentioned, I didn't even know how to order a coffee. I didn't know how to order anything at a bar. I didn't even know what kind of tea I liked. I didn't know any of that stuff. So I I will say I was less knowledgeable. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 100%. I mean, I still struggle this day at the bar sometimes where I'm like, I, I still hear things all the time that I'm like, I don't know what that is. What is that? Like, you know, I don't have that panic anymore, but when I first left, I would have that panic when I go yeah. to bar and someone asks what I want. Cause I'm like, Oh God, I don't know what I want. I don't know. I'm embarrassed. Like, I don't know. Um, um, um. And I would just order the same thing every time that I didn't same. like. <laughs> same. Because it was the thing that I just knew. And I was yeah. like, I can say this and not seem like, I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Your young dreams can be realized. All of your worthy, natural, physical, and emotional desires can be satisfied. You can find a companion to whom you can offer a body free from addiction, from depressants, from stimulants, and a mind sensitive to spiritual guidance and impressions. That is so gross. How hot drinks here. I honestly can't. It's. It's like so gross to me. You can find a companion to whom you can offer a body like uh, disgusting. offer a body free from addiction. And yeah, like you said, uh, and he never once mentions staying away from hard drugs. No, it's never drinks. (laughs) Like, oh, my God. Go into bed early. (laughs) (laughs) What? This is too much. That got me. That really just said it full circle. Avoid hot drinks and go to bed early. It's like your body's fucked. You're offering up rotten, disgusting body to some companion. You're offering up some rotten meat to this return missionary. And he's he's like, ew, you smell like Starbucks. You are not for me. You're addiction riddled. Gross. You're addiction riddle. You smell like a caramel macchiato. Ew. Ew. And I think you stayed up too late last night. I can see the sleep in your eyes. Gross. Don't oh, worry. my God. I'm crying. Okay. <laughs> you can be sealed together for time and for all eternity in a marriage covenant and express that love freely, which has as its consummate purpose, the begetting of life, of children, a family, of happiness. Because, oh, of course, that's the end result. And you'll never be happy unless you get married and have babies. And have kids. It. And all, yeah, also, this is just ignoring every gay person. That yeah. <laughs> well, of course, you know, that's, yeah. that's what they do. Yeah. If you are one who's been wandering off course, now is the time to return. You hear that, Sarah? No, thanks. He says, he says, you can, you know, it's really in there. He says, you can, you know, I'm good over here. I'm good with my rotten flesh. I'm good. (laughs) You're good with your rotten caramel macchiato. Yeah, I'm good. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Young people go forward with faith. You'll be led by the spirit as was Nephi. Gross. I don't want to go where Nephi went. He beheaded a person. We're talking a lot about decapitation in this episode exactly also i don't want to hold nephi's iron rod okay think of it all to the rod if nephi has an iron rod it's flaccid so i don't want to hold on to it oh Nephi didn't get (laughs) okay i'm stopping (laughs) okay i keep the word of wisdom seek worthy companions 
attend church faithfully, never fail daily to seek for help through prayer. And I promise you that the way will be easier and you shall have a composure of mind and a confident attitude toward life and the future. You shall be warned of dangers and shall be guided through the whisperings of the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Again, I just think like the way they, they picture or paint the Holy Ghost is like this <laughs> annoying like snitch that's just like, what are you drinking? What are you doing? Is that, is that Starbucks? No. You step you away. Know what it, Get out of there. You're staying you know what it, tonight? No. <laughs> I'm going to bed, bitch. You know, you know what it reminds me of? I just picture the Holy Spirit when it's like just right there, like being a little pester behind you. It's like that scene from The Office where Angela is just right behind Dwight and he's like, oh, fuck. Like, <laughs> she just creeps <laughs> up on him. It was just like, oh, God, why are your is there? Just whispering in my ear, can I get a minute? <laughs> oh, God, the holy guest is Angela. That's so good. So good. Also, she's super judgy and rude. Like, that is I, I think it fits ghost. perfectly. Yeah, yeah, she's the holy ghost. I bear witness that this revelation is a powerful protection to all members of the church, particularly particularly to you, the youth of the church, as you face a life full of so many troubles and danger and uncertainties. But young members of the church, have faith. The Lord will be with you. You will be guided. I bear witness of him and of his sacrifice and of his atonement and of his love for you in the name of celestial Jesus. Amen. Oh, I like that. That was like, you know, how I go like Southern preacher. I, that was Utah to perfection. What you just did. Like I oh. felt that was that conference. And oh, I could, feel, you know? I could well, feel the energy. I appreciate that. That's because I have been called of God, Sarah. <laughs> you have been ordained. I've been ordained. I now have the priesthood. <laughs> and um, I'm starting my own religion. And uh no, no, but I'm not. <laughs> what do you have? Because that, that oh, makes, makes I, it a great fit. What kind of hat? Because I can't have the Pillsbury Doughboy hat. No, and also you need a hat that you can put your head, maybe your whole body in. Maybe that's the different, like, how to stand out, you know? It's like a potato sack. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, that's that talk, and... um. I just, there were so many gross things in there, but also how silly that we, we believe this and that this is a, a serious issue in the church that you're asked at bishops interviews, if you obey the word of wisdom, and if you don't, you can't go to the temple. Oh, it's so stupid. It's so <laughs> stupid. Oh I just, and, and like Kay said, like we took this stuff so seriously. Like I, yeah, it's again, it's not even just actually partaking of this stuff is the appearance and you know as I said when I first left the church not even like officially it was just kind of like questioning it and I had coffee no I was drinking coffee and green tea and you know this person love her now we, we've moved past it but at that time she wouldn't bring me coffee because she was like I know you've left the church but it just doesn't sit right with me so 
I'll bring you a, a green tea. Like that was the compromise. <laughs> was like I'm not going to encourage this behavior with a coffee, but I'll bring a green a, tea. A green tea isn't as egregious. Exactly. <laughs> and now we just like laugh about it because it's so absurd. And it's like it was just coffee. Like who gives a fuck? It's insane. And I if know. anything, like this episode, now I just want to have a glass of red wine and like an espresso martini, double Do it. It's and night, girl. Let's uh-huh. go. Oh, yeah. Um, I, it, it makes a little bit more sense, but I know people who they're, they'll go out with their parents to like a, a dinner and maybe for their, their drink at dinner, they'll order a beer and the parents want to pay for the whole bill, but they separate the one beer off of the off of the tab and make the person who bought the beer pay for the beer, but they'll buy their dinner. I mean, it's just funny. It's like, Oh my God. It's but I, beer. <laughs> I know those people completely. Like I, yeah. I've been on the receiving end of that. And I know people who have that happened to. Yeah. Cause they don't yeah. want to buy the, the sin. Yeah. Right? <laughs> oh boy. Well, what a ride. Thanks for coming along with me. And, uh, we love you guys. Thanks so much for supporting us. For all we've noticed your kind um, reviews, and we really, really appreciate it. Thank you. Thanks. So everyone, go out, have some caffeine. Don't have caffeine. Do whatever the fuck you want. Moral of the story is have freedom. Um, yes. And don't listen to this douchebag. So. Have and fun. remember, your flesh is beautiful. It's not rotten or exactly. gross. Yeah. <laughs> it is absolutely beautiful. So remember that. We'll see you later. Bye. Bye.